he was a wise guy. Like a kind of like a oh, wise guy. You know what? Guy. You're a wise guy. He got pitched. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Let's Get Into It. What number are we on? This David is our Dave? 40 number 42nd show. James Douglas Love. We are broadcasting James out of the tequila room. There's tequila everywhere, all around us. But it's not Casa Mexico. No Casa Mexico, but we've got all kinds of other tequilas. It's a yeah. room. There's tequila. We're on Sunset Boulevard. We're at Pink Taco. The old Roxbury night at the Roxbury. Emilio! Emilio! Jesus. <laughs> you scared <He's> me. <laughs> he didn't get it. He didn't so, get it. Um, Anyway, this is uh, this is a great night. We've done yep. two podcasts in a row, which we, I don't think we've done them before back to back. I have a gift for Tootie right here. It's called no. the Idol Maker, starring Ray Sharkey yeah. and Tova Feldsha. Who's Tova Feldsha? Here you go, dude. This is for you. I, yeah, I ordered that for you. But nice. is this a gift for me? Because I saw it. No, earlier, I'm sorry. You got to give it back. And you said I got to give it. Yeah, back. you got to give it. I so meant, it's like a screener. I get to like borrow it online. <laughs> online, I'm giving it to you. But but behind the scenes, you got to give it back. I watched it on YouTube over the Fuck weekend off. when I was two bottles in. I was pretty hammered. I couldn't listen because it was on YouTube. This but. movie inspired me to be a producer. Be in show business Ray anywhere Sharky near it. He was very shady, but he was very talented. But he got it done. Got but it if done. you if you get a chance, take a look at it in all of its glory in uh, HD or whatever they made it in back then. Best and, actor, uh, and Golden Globe Award, best actor. Yeah, in a musical it was comedy. an amazing film. Wow! All right, this is um, Taylor Hackford's first movie. Nice. Vinny, no cheese. Vin, no, no, no. Vinny had cheese. Don't no, give me that. This is Don't over. Give me that. We got the Vinny, no cheese, Roberts. Yeah, this even, Vinny. Vinny Vacari, he had cheese. Dude, I get, there's cheese for people who are oh, doing stuff. Off, there's knock cheese. Take it off. Take it off. We're breaking balls over here. We have an amazing guest today. Yes. Incredible guest. Been talking Super about talented. Amazing businessman. Would you introduce him, please? Introduce him. Mr. Steve Weiser, ladies and gentlemen. Weiser. Give myself a clap, dude. Stevie Weiser, Stevie Weiser. Dude, you have been a subject on this uh, podcast eight many times. times. Many times. We've talked about you and your... Just, just eight. Um, you don't make bad decisions. You told me one day, I, I make, don't make bad decisions. I just make wrong decisions. They turn out to be okay decisions. But would, they work. They work. Some of them work. Yeah. Would them you don't. say that sometimes making a decision is more important than not making a decision? Yes. <laughs> uh, no, you know, honestly, I work with a lot of people that can't make a decision. Yeah. So <laughs> you, you, see, you see who can... Uh, who can produce and who can't? Yeah. So if you can make the decision, you have enough confidence in your decision. Yeah. That's a, that's huge. I well, feel that. You feel that? Mm-hmm. I know you because you're. He's a closer like you, Robert. Well, you're a closer, but you're a you're an executive on a show, right? What is, what show is that? I'm the senior broadcast producer of Extra. It's amazing. Yeah. Really, I've like been doing show. it for almost fifteen years. Yeah, long that time. show's been around for fifteen years. Been well, it's been around for twenty six seasons. God, that makes me feel old, yeah. oh, dude. Yeah, you, I don't want to say it, but you're lo- you guys are looking really good. The lights <laughs> a little red in here. But <laughs> yeah, 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 the, the lights a little red. Good. I got a I'm right. whiskey deep, but yeah, all right. Oh, all right. nice. Hey, you want to get into it? I well, get it. extra. <laughs> get lubed up. Extra is one of the most successful magazine shows of all time. Yes, you know, uh, Entertainment Tonight, then yeah. Extra, and then I think next is Access Inside whoa, whoa, Edition. Whoa, 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 whoa. That, yeah, that used to be not anymore. Player. I'm just saying <laughs> longevity. Oh, right, right, yeah, right. Longevity. But you made your bones. I, I started at Access. That was I, I spent a, a good amount of time at Access. Did you really under Ann? Yeah. Lewis Roberts. Give us your origin. So, uh, out of high school, 
went into broadcast journalism. I wanted to be the next Howard Stern, and then I thought that there is absolutely no money in radio. Could have been dude. unless because of the nose, because of the nose, no, what a dick, because of the wit, face for radio. Wiser, but you're you're really an Italian. I'm Italian. I'm Italian. I'm like forty percent. Italian, and then yeah. the other, like, I'm just, well, I got all sorts of shit in me. Yeah. Um, that's what she said. So, yeah, that's what she said. Family show. I got, I got a kid in the back. You didn't hear that, right? No, no he's okay. No, he's he's right. on. Um, so, yeah, I went to Cal State Fullerton for broadcast journalism, and I was three units from graduating, and then I saw something on the board that said internship for this new show uh, in L.A. Uh, took it off the board, drove up to L.A., and it turned out to be Access Hollywood. Wow. So uh, that's I was, just like his wife. I was an intern for three months, and then I realized that um, I needed to find a way to to stay here and make some money because this is what I wanted to do. To fuck radio wasn't going to happen. Right. This is I saw people around me driving up in some convertible sports cars, and I'm like, this is this. There's some money in this. Yeah. So uh, worked hard for three months. They gave me a job as a PA. Eventually, uh, my first boss was your wife, really, Ann Lewis. Really, yes. yes. Wow. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you a great story about your wife. Yeah. Oh, hey, whoa, so, wait a minute. No, 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 no. Hey, 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 get on your toes. We might have to. I will come clean on this. Take it easy. She, I, I had a huge crush on Ann oh, Lewis, hey, and let me tell you why. Makes sense. <laughs> she was. She had a lot. She was one of those people who can make decisions. Right. And at that at that place, she was in charge of like the TV or film department. I don't remember what what it was. But I was the PA for a certain department, and she, there was like 10 people in film or 10 people in uh, TV, and she kind of ran that. Everybody went to her for, hey, should we cover this or should we do this? She was the boss of that. So I'm a PA. I'm doing my thing, and, and I'm, uh, I'm, I'm hustling. I'm just I'm trying to do my job. I'm making like 500 bucks a week. It wasn't a lot of money. So I thought to myself, these guys who are these segment producers, the TV guys, I'm going to pick up shit. That's my job to go do shit and pick up. A lot of them are saying, hey, man, I got to get my dry cleaning. I can't get it. I got to go. My dog needs to be walked. I can't do it. Entrepreneur. So I went after each one of them. There's 10 of them. And I said, hey, for five bucks a week, maybe 10 bucks a week, I'll go. I'll, I'll get your groceries. I'll get your laundry. I'm here. I'm doing runs anyways. I'll bring it to your desk when I'm out of my other shit and I'll do it. That's tight. Every single one of them signed <laughs> up for it. So I'm, I'm making extra money on the side. And your wife pulls me aside. She goes, hey, I, I know what's going on. And I appreciate the hustle. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. I mean, she didn't say it in those words, but yeah. she knew what I was doing. She yeah. knew that I was ambitious, and she was down. Yeah, so it was think, really cool. I think she said she asked you, "Hey, are you like <laughs> doing extra <laughs> stuff for people?" Yeah, yeah. And then you said yes, and she was like, "Good for you." <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the story. A long, I heard. It was a long time ago. Yeah. So, um, was she fun to work with? She was great to work with. Yeah, yeah. And she, she, you know, this was this was TV back in the day, so there was a lot of there was a lot of fun, and it was. We were the only people around celebrities. If you weren't in movies, there wasn't any TMZ. There wasn't internet yet. Right. Like we were the entertainment source, so we rubbed elbows on the red carpet. And you couldn't see these movie stars unless we put them on TV. Right. So there was a lot of yeah. inside information still going on with us before the internet and my brother over here at TMZ exploited. <laughs> so it was a really kind of cool time to be in that environment, and you felt like you kind of were part of something. Right. Yeah, right I, now it's like it's it, you know everyone's got their own thing, yeah. uh, YouTube or whatever. Yeah. I'll tell you, my wife often looks back and says et you know when she was on mm-hmm. et and she did access was she looks at it as like this wonderful memory of you know the beginnings and this great time that she had as a yeah. producer she really remembers it fondly it was her favorite job of yeah. all time yeah which is really cool yeah it, i had a really good time at access 
So ET or Access? She was at ET yeah, for then, nine years, and then she got uh, all of them were. It kind of yeah. was the, the cycle the, during that. The people time. from ET left yeah. to start up Access. Yeah, they some stole the like people, five or six of them. That's or something what happened like that. with yeah. some of the people who did like where I ended up after Access. Yeah. I got a calling from Lisa G, who who's the executive producer of Extra, and she said that hey, you know, I heard about you through so and so because you know. Once you're at Access for a while, once you're at a place, you can only get so high. So eventually I worked myself up at Access to producing um, segments and then producing shows and kind of basically working on the weekend show and running my own stuff and timing out shows. So one of the writers who used to be at Access ended up over at Extra, and she told the person, Lisa G., about me, and she says, hey, um, I'd like you to come over for a meeting. We're starting up a show called Celebrity Justice. I want you to meet a guy named Harvey Levin. Oh, and I, said, I didn't know. I'm like, Harvey Levin, the people's court? Harvey yeah. Levin? Like, dun, dun, all right. Dun. She's like, just come over here. I, I think it'd be good for you. So I went and I met um, Lisa and Harvey, and they pitched me a show called Celebrity Justice, all about um, like lawsuits happening with celebrities. Right. So it was kind of the wheelhouse that I was doing, but it was a different kind of genre, and it was different. And it was new. Out of the Plus, box. Plus, they were going to quadruple my pay. Mm. Because I went in there and I said, I'm doing this. This is what I'd like. This is what the person above me makes. This is what I'd, I want. And they said, done. Wow. So I cried a little bit because I was scared, but I took the leap, went over to Celebrity <laughs> Justice, rode that out for, I think it was three seasons. Then it was a time that Harvey said, listen, the show's going away. There's not really a platform for this, but like I got a nice little springboard here. I'm going to create a website. It's called the 30 Mile Zone. You can either come with me, start this website. I'm like, fuck, nobody's, what, nobody's going to the internet. Well, screw that. This? I'm TV. Dude. This is, I go to the Oscars. Right. <laughs> what year is that? This was 2000, 2002. Okay. Wow. So he's going to start this little website. Right. And I'm like, oh, I think I'll stay with TV. That's what I know. So I stayed with Extra. He went and started TMZ, TMZ. which yep. became TMZ. Um, so wait, did you go back to Lisa and go like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to So I be- said, Lisa kind of said, I'd like you to stay with me, but okay. I don't really have a job for you. What do you want to do? And I said, well, I was doing some stuff earlier at Access in Vegas, and I was kind of making my mark there, and I was realizing there was no national news organization out there. So every time I was going to Vegas, I worked at Access and worked a little bit at Extra with Celebrity Justice. Um, I was, I'd go to the clubs and the club owner was like, oh, can you, can you get, you know, I have Paris Hilton and I'll put you at her table if you can put this on TV. Because remember, there was no yeah. internet that TMZ hadn't launched yet. Right. There wasn't an outlet for all that stuff. So I convinced Lisa, I said, listen, you know, I think Vegas is an untapped market. Why don't you let me move to Vegas? I'll create a Las Vegas bureau and I'll run entertainment news out of vegas and we'll do something that's never been seen mm-hmm. and she's like okay good luck i give you i'll give you three months and then come back here we gotta find something for you to do three months turned into three years wow um then you know i originally randomly harry morton pink taco mm-hmm. which we are here um he was one of the first people i met with um harry and his father peter morton we created the first bureau at the hard rock did that for a year and then a guy named robert earl who uh, kind of tapped me on the shoulder who was running planet hollywood back in the 90s um, one of his minions kind of came and found me. We were doing an event at the Hard Rock or something in Vegas. And, uh, and I was living there full time. And he, she kind of said, hey, you know, we're creating this where the Aladdin used to be right in the center of the strip. We're going to bring Planet Hollywood. And it's going to be this unbelievable hotel. We're going to bring back all the celebrities. You guys deal with celebrities. <laughs> That's so great. And I'm like, dude. Planet Hollywood. I mean, dude. Like 90s Planet Hollywood. Like, and yeah. she's like, just come and meet this guy. Right. His name's Robert Earl. He's the creator of all this. Right. And just come and meet with him. I said, all right, I'll meet with him. He was going to woo me to take us away from the hard rock. And I'm like, I, I had nothing to lose. I said, fuck it. I was, I was living the high life. I was going to the clubs. I was doing everything I needed to do. Um, and I loved my life. You know, Extra was loving what we were doing. We were pouring in stories. We were the people who, if you know, here in L.A., it's, it was E.T., Access, 
and then like extra third right. in Vegas, we were number one. Right. We were the only game in town. I was thriving out there. Is that so, still how it is? Still how it is. Yeah. It will always be how it is. As right. long as I'm a part of it, that's how it rolls. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, it's it's I, I'm I'm dug in deep there. It's my home there. I got I got great connections there. So there's only a couple people in my life that really have made a, a mark on me, and, and Robert O was a big one. I was the other one. So uh along with Tootie. <laughs> so Robert I go to meet this guy, Robert Earl, and I go into the 51st floor on the Aladdin that eventually is going to become Planet Hollywood. And I, I'm, you know, I'm walking in this meeting and I'm in a suit because, you know, this, we're talking a lot of money. Yeah. This could be a great opportunity for us. So I walk into this room and the woman, her name is Amy Sadowski and she's still a friend to this day. Um, she brought me in the room. She's like, he'll be here in a second. This guy walks in, this little English guy. And I don't want to say little, little, because he's he's just he's not a tall Formidable. guy, but he brings a lot of heat and a lot of power, and his energy is infectious. He walks into the room in boxer shorts, uh. <laughs> a a long sleeve like Paul Smith shirt, Paul Smith socks. They're just all these wild colors in boxer shorts. He sits on the couch, puts his foot up almost with his nuts hanging out. <laughs> and you're in your suit. I'm in my full blown suit. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? And he's like. You need to be here, and this is why you need to be here. <laughs> Opening night, I'm going to have Bruce, Sly, Demi, Ashton, Barbara Streisand's the opening act, Eddie Murphy, Kevin Spacey, before Kevin Spacey's been abolished. <laughs> um, it was the biggest of big. And uh, I'm like, I'm in. I'm in. Like, he just sold me on it. And uh, I brought it back to Lisa. She says, I think you're crazy. I think the Hard Rock, is, it was the hottest thing at the time. All the bands, I said, this guy knows what he's doing. In a year from now, we're going to be at the King of the Strip. And eventually, I negotiated the Extra Lounge, which is in the center of the I casino. I was at the Extra Lounge. At, yeah. I drank extra at the Extra Lounge. Extra slot machines, yeah. the Extra Hotel, the Extra Suite. Yeah. So we, we dug in pretty hard in Vegas. Sound yeah. Over 3 million people a month walk through that location and see our brand still to this day. Unbelievable. So it was, a, it was a great partnership. And that spawned a lot of things with Robert Earl and I. Um, we got into many, many, many other ventures, which brought me to... The hotel channel and you know the 702 and a channel that I own in Vegas and then eventually now you're on. Let's get into it. Now I'm in. Let's get into it. Now you're it. on. Let's get into Can it. Can I say you know we've had a lot of guests on. I've met a lot of people. I've never been jealous of anyone before, <laughs> yeah. but I am for sure jealous right now. That's amazing. Yeah, that's was, amazing. The people that you met. You had to have balls to be there. Like you took yes. a chance. Well, he, but Robert Earl proved that. Yeah, yes, yeah, 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 that's yeah, yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, honestly, it is. It's all it, it, all of life, dude. All life. It's proximity. It's who, who yeah. you're yeah. in front of, and then it's what you do in that room. And you're blessed. You've met a lot of good people, and you're probably a good person. And you know what? I try, and anything that happens to me, I try and surround myself with all the people that I love. If you Remarkable. see who I work yeah. right now, my my brother works with me. Yeah. Oh, is that you? You guys yeah. working together? Chad, Chad's okay. with me at Extra now. Chad. Tommy, who's at Extra. Yeah. I've got Tony Carrasco, Omar, who was just there, though yeah. friends yeah. for the last 25 years. Amazing. I surround myself with the people I love. And yeah, and good shows. I th the show's great. Um, it's been around for a lot of years, and probably because of a lot of your work, it had staying power. Yeah. Because you do sort of have to evolve. And it's funny, as you mention all of this stuff, you know, when you watch a magazine show as a fan, you're cooking, you're preparing dinner for your kids. You yeah. know, this is the right. time that it's, it's happening. Fodder. These things that you did, these uh, extra pieces, this uh, reaching out to Vegas and all this, probably made the show a lot more interesting and different than what else was out there. I, You know, I used to think that it was... Uh, I loved it because I thought it was great content and it was something that we were getting. Like I said, we weren't third on the arrival line. If, right. if, if Britney Spears was in a club or Mariah Carey was launching an album, 
we were there with her. And usually we don't get those interviews. So we got a lot of those interviews. But to be honest with you, it, it was a big, big struggle. No one, they all, they would think that because no one was fighting over it, it wasn't really that important. Right. And it was a, it was a struggle. But uh, we stuck with it, and I think it works now. And we have a we have a great relationship with Extra and the city of Las Vegas. So it went from just being the Robert Rowland Plan of Hollywood. Now we have a great relationship with the entire city. Right. So um, like we're we're I'm, I'm pretty. And they rely there. on you. They, they rely, rely on me, you. and I rely on them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they Vegas is truly, and I watched it happen. It used to be the bottle service capital of the world, and then slowly. And by the way, real quick, back to Robert Rowland, the innovator that that guy was, Plan of Hollywood. Now. Britney Spears launched her residency. Right. Jennifer Lopez, yeah. Gwen Stefani, Shania Twain. Well, Shania is whatever. I think she's at Zappos now. Right. But the Zappos Theater, all of those people are all a, a product of what he brought to that hotel in the middle right. of the strip. Right. I mean, it's it's crazy to think that you know some guy's vision can do something like that. And there's been a lot of visionary businessmen in, in Vegas. I mean, Wynn, Wynn created some pretty impressive stuff. And Robert Earl, yeah, I mean, obviously had a vision and people didn't agree necessarily that it was going to work and it killed. It killed. And, and then he, some cyclical thing changed. Right. And, and, and that's how it always works, except for in your career, apparently. No, trust me. <laughs> but like I said, uh, Vegas used to be the bottle service. Now it's entertainment capital. Of the yeah, world. it's it's the sports and gaming capital of the world. It's where you go. Like they're now they're going to have the NFL draft is going to be there yeah. in wow. April. You know, wait a minute, you guys Raiders are getting a football team. Right? I mean, yeah. it's uh, uh, Allegiant Stadium, sixty five thousand people it holds. It's going to be the most connected stadium. I mean, look at me, I'm promoting the city. That's that, amazing. Like, but it, it is truly like I, I've got two homes out there. I am dug in out there. Yeah. I love it. There. You love it there. I love it there. I'm a, I'm a Nevada resident. Yeah, you but know, I, I talk. You know, Weiser and I talk a lot. And he'll have his moments where he's like, I'm done with Vegas. I'm out of there. <laughs> right. Yeah. They, they, they talk that, I have my old moments. <laughs> After you, know, you, lose, you, know on a, you lose a bet. Yeah. No, you know what? Honestly, when I'm in Vegas, I don't gamble. No, yeah. and he doesn't really I believe go to the strip. I believe he you. sticks yeah, local. I stick, I'm, I'm at home, and I, it's all about meetings. I'll go there. I'll have meetings. Yeah. I'll do what I need to do. It's all business. It used yeah. to be like I would be the old guy in the club until <laughs> I was like late 30s. Yeah. And then it got to a point like I was just like, there's nothing. The deals used to happen midnight in the clubs. Right. The reason that I would get some of the stuff is because I'm with the owners. They felt that they knew me. They let me in on the jokes. Yeah. They let me on the exclusives. Like I, We had a report. It didn't matter. No publicist. No, no manager was going to it was the, the club guy who was paying her fifty grand or him yeah. fifty grand. Right. I had the relationship. You got it. You're my guy. Right. Lopez came on board extra in 2008, so I was actually privy to some of this. I was in the nightclubs with Wiser Bottle Service, and he was making deals. So I saw it firsthand. It was pretty That's fun. Amazing. I yeah. got to say, we we were what is that? Twelve years ago. Yeah. But so it, there's so much content out there. So yeah. now it's it whatever we're putting on. We need to make sure it's the best content. So it, you you kind of lose out on some of the the favors that you used to do. Yeah. Um, and now it's just the 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 top of the top that can make the show because there is so much out there to consume and so many different streaming service putting out stuff out there that we can cover. Right. Um, where before it was like you'd have a, a couple studios releasing a movie, you'd go to a premiere, and everybody'd have the same premiere, and then you have a couple TV shows launching you behind the scenes or whatever, and. But now it's like there's Netflix, there's Hulu, there's yeah. Amazon. Everyone's got a show. There's so much content. Yeah. Uh, so even great stuff like Vegas, it's tough. It's a fight to get to it get in the it show on. because it's about the city. It's not about the stars. Let me ask you about this host like Mario. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to turn this into a love fest about Mario, but Mario's yeah. Q rating yeah. across the board, like yeah. from 18 to yes. you know old guys, he seems to be liked by everybody liked, man. Loved. Loved. loved I'll never forget sorry not to cut you up Wiser pulled us aside one day and said hey there's this new thing coming out called oh, Twitter God. dude you need to get on it Ryan Sequest has like 5,000 followers Sequest. Sequest 
And, and Lopez like, what is it? He goes, you just write stuff about like whatever you're thinking or it's who just said this. Wiser did. Oh, okay. And Lopez like, what do you mean? I don't understand. No one cares. I'm not going to do that. That's stupid. Cut to sounds just like him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cut <laughs> to yeah, that's better. The, yeah. You should have heard the first time I pitched the hotel channel to him. I said, Mario. 40 million people will see you a month. I said, a bill, over a billion people, Stupid. travelers will see you. He, he goes like this. He goes, billion. Hotel rooms? I'm not doing that. Come on. Cut two, two years later, and everyone's like, oh, holy shit. I mean, you cannot, you go in a hotel room, you see them across the country. So, Dude, celebrities are saying, like, you were just in my hotel room. Oprah. Jennifer Lawrence says, I can play you in a movie. By the way, that was a big break for him. Coming on Extra was a very, very, huge, very huge, huge move for him. Huge. So how I, was that? I had no part of that. That yeah. was Lisa Gregorish. She she was the she actually found Ryan Seacrest. She found a, wow. a bunch of people. She saw something in him before Idol and um, Mario Lopez. Man, she she took him right off of Dancing with the Stars yeah. and made him a weekend show host. And then he became this this big host. But By the way, he was on this show and said his life started after Dancing with the Stars. So yeah, that, I mean, well, you know what? This guy's really had chapters. Like life's all about chapters. It's not one big long yeah. story. It's 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 a bunch of chapters. And that was probably a, a huge chapter in his life. He's on another chapter now. I knew uh-huh. when he was leaving Extra. We needed to find somebody who checked all the boxes for Mario. Like, we need somebody, if we're going to get picked up, because Extra was on the verge of maybe not being around. This could be our last year, and we were leaving NBC. No show has ever successfully jumped networks, lost a host, and we did that. We got picked up for three years, and that was huge. Again, Lisa G, Billy Bush, Fox, Jack Abernathy, they saw something, and and it worked. But when we were looking, when Mario said he was leaving, and we had six months to a year, and this is some inside baseball shit, um... We needed to find the next Mario Lopez. And when you're trying to fill that gap, you realize how unique this person is. Right. You need somebody who's going to walk onto the universe a lot. And it's almost like for the kids or for people at a different generation, it's Scooby-Doo. I need yep. to take a picture with this guy. This is right. that's Scooby-Doo. He's as iconic to some of these people as, as, a, as a person they watched growing up as a cartoon. Right. You needed to check that box. You needed somebody who wanted to go take a photo with that person. Then you needed somebody who people who watch our show, women, 45 to 55, men. You need somebody who, who appreciates a fine bottle of wine and somebody who can eat a nice steak also to, to appreciate Mario Lopez. So you have this whole end of the spectrum. And then you got the big thing. Can somebody deliver the lines? Can somebody talk to celebrities, come up with questions that are going to be an exciting interview? That's not an easy box to fill. No. And no. then we knew, I knew then that like that is this is this is this guy was something good. It's going to suck to miss him. We luckily found a unbelievable replacement and and to I think Billy Bush what he has done, it's a different monster. Billy Bush is he's this journalist that goes after stories and he's he's got new takes and angles and and I can't write anything with Billy Bush not having his stamp on it. Like yeah. he wants to be involved. Um, Mario is this entertainer, and he is larger than life for people. Yeah, and he really gives off this persona that's it's it's different. Well, it's it's he's uh, he tends to be an everyman, so you feel like yeah, you know you, him. You feel like you know him. You feel like you're friends with him. You can go up and talk to him. Yeah. But meanwhile, like you know how his mind works. That yeah. guy's on. He's got seventeen thousand yeah. different things he's working. It's amazing. On. Uh, but just uh, just to put a button on uh, Billy Bush. Billy Bush is a gentleman. He's very smart. Very one of the, I'm gonna yeah. do. Billy Bush is very the smart. sharpest guy in yeah. the room. Yeah, and it shows. Yeah, and, and he's uh, like he's a gentleman. He um, he truly appreciates and respects the talent that he's he interviewing. Does. 
He does. Uh, I, I only know this firsthand because I did a movie called Water and Power, and I took Eddie Omos to access... Uh, and feel the whole Johnny. Yeah, negative tons of negative Say it. And he was, a, you know, Peter he Pan. was so connected to the interview. I'm telling you, man. And you know, and he just cares. You know, he yeah. when he left, he kind of said goodbye to everyone. Hey, yeah. good luck with the movie. He yeah. didn't have to say any he's of very that. Very prepared. You know? Yeah, he's very, he's very prepared. So that's cool. Let me just go back to when I want to know when Mario started. I don't think anyone realized how big he was going to be in this area. When you started working with him and he started on the show, did yeah. you see things starting to happen you there? You know what? Audience-wise? I saw once we went to the Grove and we became outside the people. So, again, we were the first show and had nothing. I had nothing to do with it. My bosses decided that we were going to go outside. We're going to take the show outside. Um, I don't know why they did it. She, she created something new every year that changed and, and, and we were going to go outside. When we went outside and I saw Mario in front of people... And you actually have a, an audience that could form around him. There was a huge difference when you're trying to form a crowd when Mario's there yeah. or when it's a talent that they don't know who's there. Right. And we used to we used to have to stack the deck and invite people, do giveaways, give away free loot so yeah. people would stand there. In the beginning, right. we hired In the very extras. beginning. Right. And In the beginning, then, it was extras. Yeah, we, we actually oh, we wow. hired people yep. to stand. I mean, we needed a backdrop. Right. Yeah. But yeah, we over the years, man, when people started to see what we were doing and, and the rise of like who this this guy is, and it was the brand of the show, and it was the it, it was all of the it at the time. And his it was popularity, it was popularity, but and he 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 rode away, man. But he's he still knew, on a wave. Yeah, but what um what I what I really noticed, David, Dave, tell me if I'm wrong, but there was a lot of cholos in the background. Stupid, uh, just, uh, just me. Just gang members. Like the gang members are showing, like, hey, you want to come? Uh, uh, wait a minute. I just turned Italian. That's not Mexican. <laughs> no, but, that's just, hey, but that was just Mario's posse. That was Sancho, Juancho, yeah, yeah. Pico de Gallo, I Blanket. I stood back there a couple Tootie. of times. It was all Tutti. Han Cholo. Yeah, it was Han Cholo. Han Cholo. There you go. Yeah, those are all his guys. Well, look, I don't want to leave this area of conversation without saying congratulations to you. I love Lisa G. I... Follow her on Instagram, <laughs> and her Take her show ace. her yeah. show with her husband is my favorite show well, of all time. Do you, have you ever met Gary? I've never met him. He no. is he it's is the funniest thing I've ever seen. He's one of the nicest, kindest yeah. men. Oh man. Yeah. I spent a lot of time with Gary. We yeah. golf a lot. Well, you we, guys we take are all, trips together. You guys are all superb, and uh, congratulations on all Thank that you. success. You Appreciate guys all deserve it. it. Thank you. Um, so. I think a lot of people are going to want to know this because Tootie made a $10,000 movie. Yes, he did. You're not done spending money yet. No. But we had an episode on this show that is the highest rated episode because people are interested in how do you raise the money? How do you get a known actor in your movie? Um, and you, Wiser, were an investor in this film. Yes. And you were also in the movie, which, by the way, you're terrific in the movie. <laughs> yeah, I saw thanks. I saw your part. Yeah, thanks. But let's get into the nitty gritty. I'll be completely honest with you. Uh-oh. I invested in Tootie, Rodney. What's up? That's what's up. You brought up Larry Struber. Yes. So this is this has a lot to do with my passion. This is why the culmination of why I did something I did. Um, Struber was really good friends with Ed Burns at the time. Ed Burns, brothers McMullen. Back when I was at Access and I was a PA, I saw that I heard you know Ed Burns made this movie, Brothers McMullen. First, it started out at thirty thousand dollars, and then it became thirty dollars and three dollars. He made this movie for three dollars, <laughs> and it was like shit. I want to make a movie. So what did everybody do? We started like oh, every, like everybody at Access like oh we could write a movie. So we'd all come up in corners and we're writing movies. So I started writing movies. Yeah. I wrote a bunch of shit. I didn't know what I was doing if it was good or bad, but I, I wrote and I loved it. I really I always wanted to do it. I acted as a kid in high school. Did. 
did a couple things out of high school. Newsies. I was in Newsies. Rad. You'll never find me unless you get the DVD extras. Um, I used to race BMX bikes. Wait a minute, so I do was, you dance? D- listen, we're not going to get into that. Oh we're going to get into it. We're not going to get into it. He could surf like a motherfucker. Let me tell you, wow. dude. I won a dance contest in high school with my buddy Aaron or Kevin Bailey. Aaron Bailey's my brother's friend. Kevin Bailey, where we won a dance contest, and I won Michael Jackson tickets, bro. Oh, Damn. And I traded his that. ticket. I traded it. We got two tickets. I said, hey, bro, I got a, I got a pair of Sirwin Vegas in my car. You give me your ticket so I can take this girl that I'm at high school with. So yes. I gave him some Sirwin Vegas for the tickets. Right. Anyways, that's my dance story. Yeah. So back to Ed Burns, <laughs> Circle, whatever. So started writing, really into features, wanted to write features, didn't know what the hell I was doing. And then cut to a couple years later, Matt and Ben, Goodwill Hunting, writing, win Oscars. Yeah. I started getting fired up. Yeah. Finished my first feature writing, started writing another feature. So I got really invested, got really involved. But then my career started changing past with the right. TV. Things started picking up. I started making money, put it on the side. So I always had that burning feeling to write something, do something, something that created from nothing, go there and watch what you have done on a big screen. It's just you, you know, yeah. it's some, like I, I wanted to write a movie before I wanted to even make a movie. So that was a big passion of mine. So when Tootie had always every day at Extra, whenever <laughs> he could, he's plugging away writing shit. Oh, come look at my short. Look at the, the, not the, the good life. Look at this. Look at that. And it That's was always serious. it was something. He was hustling. He really, I mean, he had a passion for it. Cut to he's got kids. He's got a wife. Things slow down, but he still has the burning for it. He's still making the time for it and he's doing his thing. So this is a long fast forward to a point where I'm sitting in Las Vegas with him having probably a great weekend. We did our normal stuff. We just shot the stuff for extra. We're at my local bar called Hank's. Remind me to tell my Hank story. <laughs> oh, boy. This is the, who's got? Oh, yeah. yeah. So we're at Hank's, and it's I'm very comfortable there. I know the waitress, and we're having a good time. We're having cocktails, and he gives me the pitch to his new movie. And I've got this, I've got, and then we're going to do this, and the thing, and about the sky, and he, and he, and he you know, and he's, it's a movie within the movie, and it takes place in, you know, Mexico, and this and that. He's like, I think I really can do it. I think, and, yeah, I'm, and I'm, I'm listening to this guy, and I, as a person, he's one of the, it, to me, he's one of my closest friends because I can count on him. I, I love him. I, I can trust him. We've been through a lot of shit together. You so miss dad right now, Junie. Don't, don't, <laughs> get, all don't get all weird. Um, hey, take your hand away. From yeah, me. take it easy. <laughs> one more whiskey, Ginger. Please. <laughs> um, so, uh, so I, I, I really, I really want to help him because I see a lot in in me of him. Yeah. Um, he 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 wants to do. He wants to do what's best for his family, but he also he wants to make a mark. He wants to do something that matters to him. Yeah. And I see what he's doing to try and he's working the, the Lopez angle and he's doing the, the hair and the makeup and he's doing everything he needs to do to get along. But his real passion is this. So I happen to be in a position at that time. Three whiskeys in? No, not even. I think no, maybe we maybe we just started drinking. Well, just started. Just, so sat this down. is all passion. Okay. Yeah, this was yeah. just – I was mulling over stuff many times before, but it was never – it never lent itself to the right occasion. And the pitch was good. And he would always listen. Like I would listen. He would, and, and he would say – I would pitch him stuff because he knew people with a lot of money. And he just was never, you know, he's like, dude, there's no money in Yeah, he would always. And I had no idea his backstory, that he liked writing, that he That's wasn't. true. You know, yes. all that stuff. I just thought he was a businessman yeah. and who false. was smart yeah. and, like, wanted to, like, you know, he just wasn't into it. And for whatever reason, yeah, we're He would always there. hit me up. You I would what? always hit you up. Come on, dude. You know, people, and I know people with money at the yeah. time. So yeah. he was like. So wait, was the pitch that day good? The pitch was good enough. Okay. Yeah. It was the passion behind the pitch. I didn't think he was going to bite. It was just like, you know, we started talking. You were just talking to him. Yeah, yeah well, he was. It was a normal time. Yeah, he was normally just. 
I wanted to hear it. Yeah, yeah and I was, he, he asked me, he goes, what are you working on now? I go, dude, I think I'm going to try to do this movie for like, I don't know, like 10 grand, make it real. Like, I just started thinking about my life and who I am and what I'm doing and my where I want to go. So I started telling him the story and he starts laughing. You know what? I'm like, thanks a lot, Dick. You're laughing at me. <laughs> but no, he's like, dude, this is really good. This is yeah, really good. It was and good. So I, I didn't know he was going to come up with anything. I oh, thought I was. So just, you weren't asking. He no, didn't. No, I wasn't I'll asking. tell you. I'll tell you exactly how it happened. <laughs> I, I, I'll tell you how it happened. He so he he goes down the pitch and he does this thing, and normally it's like you know it goes away and he just says you know whatever and he's telling me something else will start busting balls on whatever. He uh, I, I said well how, what do you think it, what do you think you can do it for? And he's like I don't know like I don't know like t- t- ten grand I can make this for ten grand. And I said okay I'm going to write you a check tomorrow for ten grand. And he's like, "Come on!" And I said, "No, I will write you a check tomorrow for ten grand because you're now you're going to make the movie. And if you don't make the movie, it's on you." Yeah, right. he did. And you can keep talking shit yeah. and say that you're going to do all this stuff, but now yeah. it's on you, player. Yeah. Let's see what happens. See, that's a, that's well, a, no, that's a friend me, investment. Me, that's not an investment. He did, investment. No, that's he, a friend. he said this. He said, I, I, he, "He said that," but he goes, "I'll tell you what. When we get back to my house because we were staying at his house in Vegas. He goes, I'm going to cut you a check for ten thousand dollars." Now you got no excuses. That's and I was awesome. All, and I was like, oh shit. That's I got awesome. like, yeah. <laughs> fuck, I gotta make it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it was did. it was the it was the pitch, but it was the passion behind the yeah. pitch. Yeah. It's just, you know, you you invest in the person. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever heard you, it, people say it all the time, you invest in the person. Yeah. And I knew if I, I did something like that that he he'd follow through. Yeah. yeah. No, he I has. Think, I think yeah. you're yeah. right. And look, if you're listening, always be telling your stories, always be practicing. You never know who's gonna step up or why. The idea that people invest in yep. how they feel about you, and in this case, calling you to task, really, yeah. right? Making no, yeah, yeah I, mean, I had no excuses, and you know what? It was great because I would have the the story is good. It's not a you know, it's a good story. And it's it a great, out, story. great story. Yeah, it really is, and it's it's a feel good. It, it's a real movie, Jack. It's a real movie, Jack. It, is, it you know, really is. Uh, it made me start moving, start yeah, like getting get people together, start breaking down the script, start finding locations, start doing all the shit I need to do. To get this movie made, and there was it was like you know I did it for ten grand, which is a hard hard thing to and do. And you like got you Lilo said. Brancato in it, which is unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Dude, that for guy, 10, when that bucks. guy showed up that day. It changed it changed the game. Yeah. We had to rewrite the script on the spot. Yeah, Everyone we did. Was because excited. there was some stuff, man. Yeah. He was doing some stuff. The story now went from like a comedy so that's to more like a drama. That's why you're here. Another yeah. ten grand. Yeah. This is the time to ask. He's all fired up. He's got three whiskeys in him. Um, no, because I fucked up last time. And then, then, and then the next thing was like, wait, well, we got to shoot this at your house. Like, oh, no, you, hold on a second. On. Hold on. You actually volunteered that. I know. That was the, that was the drink that he, night where that, I said, oh, my house. I made every excuse to four days at my house. The whole crew, and that—that that is. But it was nice to have Lilo Brancato at your house doing his thing, right? It wasn't nice to have that many people at my house constantly. <laughs> when yeah, you, no, when your wife shows like, up, you know and what? Goes, it, it happened to be a, like a hundred and five that it was weekend. Hot. It, it was, was hot, rough, dude. It was rough. It was, it was. It was not an easy go, man. No. So, how did he get a part in it? How did he get to be in it? So, one of the care we were in Vegas with uh, a buddy of ours named Mark Wright, and the dude said some outlandish shit and we were we were dying and just the dynamic like seeing him and Weiser together it was such a funny dynamic cause it's so, and so I don't know I, I knew he can act and, he really um, can yeah really he's can. Really good yeah really dude. good he ch- you changed up the whole trajectory of the film when you guys come on so I knew he could I knew he could do it and and so um, he was um it was perfect because I wrote his character to play kind of like him but a lot shadier yeah. and then Wrighty's character exactly like Wrighty 
and said, "Fuck it, let's do it." You know, and and, and then Righty did what Righty does. Yeah, he was he, in. He, he was all out. in. He was all in. Oh, yeah, I'm so excited! Bro. I'm so excited, bro. We're gonna do it, bro. And I'll call this person and that person, and it'll be you know. Yeah. This and then and David the Beckham, he'll be there yeah. uh, the opening weekend. <laughs> and yeah, you know, he, uh, uh, wait till Wayne Rooney. Re- oh, it's gonna be huge. <laughs> and then he's like, "When are you guys shooting?" I go, "This date's going uh, No, can you wait like three months? I go, "No, I can't wait three months. Got seven days. I shot the feature film in seven days. Amazing. So, well." Congratulations on that partnership because that's cool. And yeah. by the way, it does it does look like you spent a bunch of money. Yeah. on the movie. Yeah, yeah, it really does. And we got a home. We have potential distribution Perfect. on one of the largest platforms that a movie could possibly ever want. Mm. Um, I have a relationship with a hotel network that it can run in hundreds of thousands of hotel rooms. Holy so mackerel. where studios pay hundreds of thousands of dollars to to get that kind of placement. Yeah, um, I got a great relationship from you know. Uh, Running the show, uh, must see movies with Mario and all the hotel rooms. Right. That um, I'm, it's all you know, it's all about relationships. So I'm yeah. going to leverage that relationship and when the time is right, yeah, when the time is right, and try and get it seen. Because right yeah. now, and I told I told Tony when this all started, I don't care if we make a dime, dude. Now this needs to be your ten thousand yeah. dollar calling card. Yeah, that's right. This needs to get you to the next step, and it's on you to get you to the next step. Yeah. Right. And it has, it has. It's you been know, a big learning experience. I've met some great people who've seen it. And they're, you know, they want to definitely start stepped up. Yeah. You definitely yeah, stepped sure. up. I know yeah. what I'm going to do next. But right, we so. need to finish the movie. Yeah. You got to get to the finish line. Because if you don't get to the finish line, yeah. then you got nothing. That's we right. got nothing. Right. You yeah. failed. I failed. We all failed. But we're right there. Where are we yeah. at? Where are we we're, at? We're, we're right there. Well, we're now like, it sucks is we're, it's all contingent on other people. Mm. We yeah. can't, we no. need other people yes. to do the stuff. Yes, right. and that exactly. and that's where you get into a that's little predicament that if no one's as motivated as you are, right. you know they you all, they always say that, that no one's going to do the job as good as you can. Yeah, and if you don't find someone who wants to do the job, you're screwed. Yeah, is that frustrating to someone who every day yes. is getting it done? Yes. Yeah, extremely frustrating. Film is like that. Yep, it's extremely. Film extremely. will fuck with you. It's collaborative, but yeah. it's there. We're right there. We're at the door. The pr- the precipice. Yes. Well, we can't wait to see it. So uh, looking forward to you finishing. Cinco de Mayo, right? That's what we're shooting for. Oh, is that what it's going to be? That's soon, dude. That's soon. Yeah, that's a couple months away. And I'm thinking Harmony Gold right here for the premiere. First off, there's no way in hell that we're going to be Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo 2021. 2021, Cinco de Mayo, bro. 2021. Wait, we're in January. February, March, April, May. That's four months. I guarantee it. So with your connections, yes. where you're at, you yes. could probably get a good yep. deal on hoping, color yeah. correction and yep. all that stuff. Yeah. I'm hoping because you'll need it. I, what I would hope yeah. is that we can leverage some of the things that we can do for some of these people yeah. to get them to, to do some favors for us to be on board for something else. I'd like yeah. to see a vignette on the whole movie, like you know when they darken the corners and you're like a little bit like that. Yeah, it's just a thought. You said that thirty times already. Dude. Have I yeah, said, yeah, that, I mean, yeah. said that? Okay. Have I said vignette? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, vignette. We'll <laughs> think about it. Just think <laughs> yeah. about it. I'm not. Saying, I am no dog in this think, race. Hey, the guy wants to think about it. Yeah. Think about it. Just, just wants to think, think about, about, about it. it. So Hanks, where we made, where Tootie and I made this deal. I go to Hanks. That's my place in Vegas. It's a local place. Yeah. I know Hanks. You know Hanks, right? So it's a really classy place. It's no pink taco, but no, no. But hey, come on. It's nice. I mean, you know, it's the signature fifty dollars steaks. It's the bullshit Vegas vibe. Yeah, but it's a it's up by the house, so I go there and I meet my buddy who lives out there. Carmine's his name, and he if you've ne- you've never met Carmine, he knows Carmine. He is a character out of He's his mind, out of a sitcom. This guy's yeah. out of his fucking mind. <laughs> All he cares about is two things: weed and women. 
That's it. That's it. Hey. And, and he's all that's and that's Ooh. that. So <laughs> he's coming in about three hundred bills too now. So no, no. He's oh, he looking, lost. Yeah, it? he's looking good. Oh, okay. I don't know. No uh, more shines. No more shines. No more okay. shines. All right. So we're at we're at Hanks. Two forty. <laughs> I'd go pick him up and we go to Hanks. We usually call ahead. We get the spot we want somewhere at the bar. Whatever he calls the the girl who we know, the waitress, so that we feel I feel comfortable going there. He calls ahead and he's like. He's like, listen, there's there's no spots at the bar where we like to sit, but she's going to put us at one of the four tops in the back, so there'll be four of us. And she's got a couple girlfriends coming to town, and we're just going to sit with her girlfriends there, and it'll be me and you. And he's like, I, hopefully, maybe one of them single, and, and it'll be perfect for me. And I say, yeah, yeah whatever you need. <laughs> so we go, we go to Hanks, and we go, and this was this is a couple years ago. So we go, and I'm sitting at the four top, and the the two girls walk in, and you know, one of them's attractive, and it, they're at least his age, so that's good. Um, I'm married, so I got no dog in the fight. Right. Um, and, and my buddy good, is the good, piano good. guy. He's the, he's playing on the piano. He's a buddy of mine. He sings in the bar. He's whatever. The lounge so guy. he's coming over. They're sending over drinks and we're all having a good time. And Carmine's like, you know, he's doing his thing. He's talking. He's getting wasted and he's like looking at the girl and he's like, oh, nudging me, nudging me. Um, and then he gets up and he goes to the bathroom. And as soon as he goes in the bathroom, one of the girls, picks up her phone and she picks up her phone and I notice when she gets on her iPhone she's missing a couple fingers and I think to myself okay (laughs) whatever randomly some guy walks into the bar and he's missing an arm so I'm like like, (laughs) this is where we made our deal and hate I'm like like, okay random Carmine is a loose fucking cannon I need to say something to Carmine and tip him off so he doesn't say, holy shit, do you see the guy with one arm? Yeah. Because I don't want him to make an right. ass out of himself because this girl, she's yeah. missing fingers. Right. And I don't want any And he trauma. might get with her. And, yeah. And he might get, allegedly. He comes back from the bar. I send him a text. I say, hey, just be careful. She's missing two fingers. <laughs> oh, no. He comes back. He sits down at the bar next to us. He reads his text and he stands up and he goes, Who's missing two fingers? <laughs> I, I'm mortified. Oh my goodness. I, I look. Oh. My guy who's man. the piano guy who's standing there looks at me. He looks at the girl. <laughs> piano stops. And time stopped. Yeah. I got up. I peeled out, <laughs> went to the car. I have not been back to Hank since. <laughs> no, wow. man. Not, back, not since. Damn. Yeah, oh, dude. Carmine cruises out to the car 20 minutes later. Oh, where'd you guys go? What happened? I don't know. Oh, what happened? We, 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 I was working this girl. Oh, and what? Did the girl leave too? Is girl I, I, I did. I bailed. He, he did, I have no idea. Down. But every time that I, t- my buddy who I go see. That's a great scene in a movie, by I the can't, way. I can't go see him ever again. I say to him, I say, hey. Are you at a, what are you doing tonight? And he goes and he'll send me the uh, picture of just the, the hang loose with the two fingers. Oh it means that he's playing God. at Hanks tonight. That's, Hank. that's a great story, fingers. man. Oh Vegas my story. God. That's a, a terrific story. story. Um, <laughs> so what's next? What do you see? You're, you're mid career. You're young. So Honestly, what's happening? Yeah. I'm looking to slow it down. Really? I've, yeah. I've, I've, I've planted enough seeds now and I'm just kind of let things grow. I have. The, um, the thing with Mario in the hotel rooms, which is awesome. Yeah. I have a show that's been going for the last 10 years in Las Vegas and all the channels called the 702 scene, which mm-hmm. is like a free to guest channel all on the hot spots in Las Vegas. Um, that's been going f- like uh, over a decade now, which is crazy, which Carissa Thompson, mm-hmm. uh, NFL. Yeah. She's also an extra. Yeah. She's the host of that. Um, so wait, I'm, she's still an extra. She's still an extra. She's our Las Vegas correspondent. 
she does. Oh, wow, she does. Some, she does all her pieces in Vegas. Jealous, dude, because we used to go to Vegas with extra. Lopez I remember. I, I used to go too. Some fun, yeah, some yeah. fun well, good nights, times. Dude. Yeah. Good so times. um, I'm gonna. I'm just kind of. I'm doing a lot of stuff with the the hotel people. Yeah. I, I see a lot of opportunity there. I'm I'm gonna ride out what's going on with extra. We got another three years. I'm excited about that. Yeah. The the content is changing. The 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 landscape of what we're doing. Like we we've got this studio that's in the middle of the newsroom, and everything's kind of active around yeah. us and it's it's constant energy so well let me ask you this I'm gonna write it out you're a smart guy you obviously see the future in some cases you made great decisions what is coming like what's coming for entertainment television what yeah, do you that's see that's a great question i mean what do you see like do you see I, I are there honestly, any is there any writings on the wall you, about you, what's coming a while ago a couple years ago i would say what 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 is old is new again with all the, you know, the Fuller House and the 90210 and all that kind of stuff. But And the Saved by the Bell. And the Saved by the Bell. But honestly, I, I, I'm wrong. I was wrong on that because people didn't give a shit about 90210. Right. That Fuller House has kind of run its course. And Saved by the Bell, I think it's going to have a lot of life, hopefully, at the, the jump start to get them what they right. need. Yeah. Um, but, I, but I think, like, the next kind of phase, uh, I... If I knew, I'd be doing it, man. Yeah, I I think that people are more interested in like what you see with social media. They need they need information. They like to consume shit now, and it's um. I'll never forget one of the things in Vegas when all the you know how you you would put the billboard. Everyone would sh- want to advertise on the billboards. Yeah, and everything would be the signs of the restaurants. When you're walking, you look up and you go, "Oh, look, that's the restaurant. That's uh, that's whatever restaurant or that's this, that's that." And you're looking up at the signage. Somebody, when he was designing the Aria, I took a meeting and someone was telling me about there was this company that, that was going to broadcast the in like an LED light on the ground of what the, the things that you were passing. So you're walking by with your head looking down at your phone and you would still see what you're passing because everyone's looking down. They're no longer right. looking up. They're yeah. at their phone. Right. So I honestly think the next thing of entertainment is going to be. Almost like how Vine and, and Instagram are these little snippets of things. I think people are going to start consuming things so quickly because their intention spans like a gnat. I think that's the next thing. I think someone's going to create something almost like a ridiculousness or something for entertainment. Yeah. And it's going to be just constant. This is what this show had. This is what that show had. This is what that show had. This is what this show had. And it's just information quick and in and out. You're done yeah. because you don't. People used to have to, they'll, they'll record our show maybe still if they like your host or if you've got some exclusive. Yeah. Or like you said, it's in the background and you're just listening to it while you're making dinner and it's, yeah. it's always been on. So you just, it's part of your, you know, it's Americana. It's just yeah. part of who you are. Yeah. Um, now, like people, if you really want something that's going to work and the advertisers are going to advertise on your platform, it needs to be fast. You need to get a lot of people. It needs to have a lot of heat and it needs to have an angle. What I find fascinating about media in general is that moments happen every day and those moments you can't help but want to watch over and over again so if i see a moment right the jen and brad moment yeah that everyone's talking Actually, about i don't yeah. care that much yeah. about but yeah you're right, right. but that, even though it's yeah. bullshit everyone knows they're not getting back right. together it's been but 14 years they got divorced for a reason i can yeah. watch that story on right. every single show on it and i'm on it I, i'll watch every it. I'll and stop and what i'm doing, doing it. i'll be like oh wow check it out right <laughs> right and i already saw the four pictures that they've right. shown everywhere, and it's just but. he was wa- i mean it's like we want so bad to just change the narrative yeah to whatever it's, you know, we can consume in our minds. So that's what people are looking for out that's there. They're it, looking man. for that moment, that excitement, a that quick moment that different. goes viral, something that they'll talk about for a week yeah. and then it goes away. But, but you know, that's the sad part of our business yeah. too. That's the sad part because I've seen you th- you're here and then 
within minutes, within days, yeah. you're, you're, it's your gone. The yodeling kid, the yodeling cowboy. The yodeling Yodel- cowboy. Yeah, I like that guy. Dude, that guy was Hank like Williams, on, Jr. he was on Calvin Harris albums, and then like, yeah. the guy, he's probably waiting in line at Walmart right now. Right. That's it. <laughs> Singing at Walmart. That's little Hank. Little yeah. Hank, yeah. Little Hank. Little Hank um, but you know what? Ten years from now, he'll be in some revival thing. It'll be hot again yep. for a while. He'll make yep. a t-shirt, yep. make, make some a couple money. of bucks. Yeah. Um, it's better to be hot once than never hot at all. I can sit down and watch you know, Instagram and, and you know, clips and all that stuff. But I do sometimes at the end of the day just want to watch a nice long story, you know, like an hour or, right. a, or a limited series. You want series. it to breathe. You want yeah, to like I watched like, Aaron. I'm not putting what I'm doing in that category. No, no, no. You I know, know what that. I'm saying? No, no, I know. I know. My, no, no, I hear you. But there's room for all of it, I think. And we're yeah. just going to keep consuming more of it. I don't understand why no one's done what we're doing on our on our phones. We should be creating a show just for the phones. Yeah. Right. Like, yep. I, I don't understand. I get the like, feeling you're going to do yeah. that Well, soon. I think other shows that have bigger budgets already do 30-second yeah. things. And, and I could... I don't do our web or tech or any of that stuff. We could be doing that shit, and I don't know. Right. But I think that there's an audience that could just be... I just try to think David Fincher watches movies on his phone. Yeah. David Fincher, dude, watches movies on his me phone. Me and David. Me and David. You yeah, and yeah, David. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, Wiser, I got to ask you if you know of a website called ExtremeMusic.com. No. When you started in the business, there was libraries of music that you can buy. Yeah. And Public, they were like yeah. drama, yeah. right? Slapstick, yeah. whatever. Well, this guy, Russ Emanuel, created a website called ExtremeMusic.com, which he later sold to... Sony for I don't even know how much money. A lot. A lot. But <laughs> he created this website. And on the website, you can go there and pick a genre and find you, there's thousands of songs. It's not so much the library that that is fascinating. What Russ has created is that you can go on there, it, you pick a song. There's a two-minute version. There's a 30-second version. There's a 10-second version. And then there's a sting. That's great. That you can get on a lot of sites. What you can't get is if you put in the time of your clip, one minute, two minute, four minute, 30 seconds, it'll cut it down and give you a sting at the end just oh, by you putting in the amount of time that your clip is. Right. Now, if that wasn't enough, if for some reason you don't like the drums on that track, you remove the drums and then it gives you a new track without drums. You want the drums back, you want the guitar out, whatever you want, they can do it there. So ExtremeMusic.com, if you haven't checked them out, you should. You sound like you've heard of extreme right music. Oh, yeah. you see this? Wait, are you talking about extrememusic.com? Yeah. Oh, what? You know about it? <laughs> Do I know about it? Oh. It's like a music house that houses music. So if I'm an artist, I can actually place my music. Yeah, and it's almost like a, a, a furniture store on consignment. Yeah, but this you got to buy it. He knows it. You I put up it. my stuff. Yeah, if you want it, people buy it. That's right. But there's going to be more for you, Junie, instead of this entertainment TV. You don't see I already film. know where you're going. Hey, you don't see film. You don't see long form. You don't see any of your like dreams being Tootie played out later. Tootie wants me to direct stuff. You he should. wants yeah. me to. You should. Because when I get there, unfortunately, and it, it's probably one of my biggest faults, once I get into a situation and I see something happening, I'm, I'm, I want to be a part of it yep. so yeah. much that I kind of take over that area. And, and, yep. and that was really cool, man, to see you on Made in Mexico take over the reins. And yeah. he, man, this guy had some visions. Did he have some, if some talent? If he was along from the beginning, it would have been spot. a different thing. But it was literally like we were just using – he was the EP and we were using his house. So he was there just to make sure we didn't fuck shit up. And then he's <laughs> – because he, he knows the story, he knows the script, and he's watching. And, and, he, and I'm, on, I'm acting a lot of shit. So I, I end up looking to him for direction. Yeah. I end up looking, and I'm, I could feel him looking at looking at us, and then he would go, "You, you can't." Know, no, no. Like, you know what? Hey, Teddy, let's, like let's this. flip this shot right Try here. Look, like look behind yeah. you. You got yeah. you got well, all he, this. He started yeah. doing DP shit, but then yeah. he started like 
coaching me and yep. Lilo and acting, which is great. You know what I mean? Because in the shit that he was telling us worked. You know, yeah. the, the scene where you said, no, dude, you got to lose it. You got to get on. When you're on the phone with your wife, you lose it. Like yeah. you lose. And I did. And in the movie, if you want the second half, it's a di- it, it, it's a different character. It's a different guy because he finally comes to a breaking point because he's so he's at the head. You know, he, there's no more where he can go. So he explodes and you see it. Yeah. And it worked. It, it really did. I felt a little bit. I, I didn't want to step on toes because that wasn't my role. Mm-hmm. But then, uh, you know, you're at my house and yep. it's my money. Mm-hmm. I'm going to step in. If I see something, and I think it could be better. Though. But it right. worked out, man. It, it worked was, out. It, it worked out. didn't seem like you were stepping on anybody's Good. toes. No, it, yeah. was all, it was all natural. No, it was yeah. all collaborative, dude. That's yeah. the thing. It was all collaborative. We all put our thing, our, our two cents in. I'm going to tell you something. Uh, of all the people that we've interviewed, yeah. and Come I'm, on, not, I'm not, try- I'm not no, trying no, no, to blow smoke. I'm going to tell you something. Let's hear it. You are definitely one of the smartest businessmen that have been on potentially that i've ever met i can see you looking at life as what's working and not working right what's not going to take you anywhere and what's going to take you somewhere right and you could see it in the decisions you've made in the business that you're in and how you've taken it to the highest level so it's it's really cool to hang out with you and talk to you i know i've known you i played golf with you for 18 holes but i didn't know i didn't (laughs) get Get, get, there. There. get there. Oh, my God. That was so funny. What a horrible You were the best start. golfer on our team. Oh, stop. <laughs> but then again, our team was. The year before, <laughs> you were on my, I was on your team. But you're inspiring. I, I'm Thank inspired. I, I'm kind of looking yep. forward to going yep. and making good decisions tomorrow based on well, this interview. Yeah. Come on. Come on. <laughs> well, listen, I, I, I appreciate that. Like, I've, I got, I think I'm, I've been very lucky and I've had a lot of success but i've had a lot of failures you yeah. um my body kind of takes the toll you know a lot of, there's a lot of stress involved in mm-hmm. making decisions and doing things but if you want something like i the the thing that really hit me was like nobody gave me shit and i prided myself on nobody giving you shit if you want something you got to get it and if you find something that you love doing and like you hear the bullshit cliches all the time like you find do what you love do what you love but it's really true. If you start gravitating to what you love, you're so passionate about something, the money will come. Right. Yeah. And I think that I was so passionate about just getting my hands dirty and doing something that the money just it kind of just came. And you attracted good people because you're a hard worker and you came and you produced uh, important and uh, quality programming. Yeah. yeah. Great and, relationships. Yes. And and you know what? It's I think just something for your audience. Um, like if you're if you're I kind of look at it as like everyone's like, oh, I got to make a dollar. I got to do that. I got to survive. I got to pay my rent. I got to do this. And money's a struggle. If you kind of take it for a different perspective, is you're only living life one time. Yeah. You have one time going through all of this. The journey. Enjoy the ride. Enjoy the journey. Yeah. And sooner or later, once you're going from A to B, you're going to end up at B. And you're going to become something no matter what. Like I used to say, man, when am I going to start my career? When am I going to start my 20 years into TV? I'm like, holy shit, this was my career. Right. It just happened because you were doing something that you were really passionate about. Right. So my advice would be, man, like don't look at money like it's so hard to get. Mm-hmm. Look at money like this is a challenge that you're putting on yourself that you only have one life to live. Make as much money and do things as you can. Don't look at it as a, like a downfall. Look at it as like a challenge to yourself. Nobody else is counting on you but yourself. Put it all in yourself. Believe in yourself. Do everything you possibly can to bet on yourself. Bet on yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Just 
bet on yourself because no that's one's going to bet advice. on you as much as you bet on yourself. That's great that's advice. advice. If you're listening, go listen again, man. This is good stuff and uh, very inspiring. Thank you, Steve. For being I hope on I don't show. get in trouble for any shit that I say. No, I think it, <laughs> no, I think it was all terrific. Good. That's one of the best shows I think I've ever listened to. It was yeah. amazing. I hope uh, I hope I, I hope a lot of people get to listen. Thank you for being here. Thank you guys for making the trek two times in one week. And uh, thanks for listening to Let's Get Into It. Yeah. I got to tell you guys a 702 story now. That was great.